Welcome to episode 13 of the Screenfellas Podcast. My name is Carlos. And I'm Ozzy. In this episode, we will be reviewing Our Kind of Trader, the BFG, and Midnight Special. Enjoy the show. Shut up and sit down. Ozzy, how are you doing today? I feel great, because <laughs> I finally used my movie pass, to be honest with you. <laughs> so I'm just like, yes! Yeah, that's definitely a good thing, especially with how our bank accounts are looking right now. Oh, it's not pretty, people. yeah. Guys, <laughs> I could not be more excited for this Friday, because yeah. I get paid. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you, man. It's like um, a holiday right now. <laughs> yeah. I am... Man. I don't know. Like today's a weird day. We we just did this is a, all right. Let's pull back the curtain a little bit here. This is like our fourth take trying to get this podcast started. <laughs> Everything is going wrong, but hey, whatever. We got it going now, so that's all that matters. Um. All right. Well, you ready to review these movies? We got two movies that came out this past weekend, and then one movie that came out quite a while ago, but we finally were able to catch it. It's a movie we've been hearing about hearing about for a while, so. Um, you ready to review these movies? Let's do it, man. All right, spoiler-free, completely spoiler-free. Just want to remind people of that, so let's get into it. Let's start with the first one we saw today, and we'll end with the one we saw from a while ago. Mm-hmm. Um, let's start with Our Kind of Traitor. Now, <laughs> okay. now this is going to be, I think this is going to be like a Tarzan situation, to where I didn't like the movie. Like, I thought it was okay, I guess, like-ish. Not really. I think it was bad, but I think you really hated it. So. I really didn't like this movie yeah, whatsoever. So we're we're going to have that kind of discussion on this. So, um, we're, we always start with our positives, so it might be a quick se- section, but let's get to it. Um, what are your positives for this movie, Ozzy? Some of the scenes in this movie were shot decently for the most part. <laughs> Um, decently like they were shot okay I don't have no complaints for how the movie was shot (laughs) um I disagree (laughs) see this is this is interesting I kind of thought this was going to happen because you mentioned this coming out of the theater I no this is going to be a negative for me but whatever this movie is going to be negative in general so let's just kind of blend them together at this point um I did not like the way this movie was shot. I thought the cinematography, to be polite, at times was headache-inducing. I'm gonna give you like some credit on that because <laughs> I think I think I know what you're talking about. With, like with a specific scene, it's not you're talking but about. Yeah, that was the one like scene where I think a character was drunk, right? Or yeah, that's why I understand why they used that yeah. shot. Which why I, can I get that. Yeah. I, I get that. And that was, like, amplified. But throughout the entire movie, a lot of it was just, like, random parts of the screen were blurry. And I'm just sitting there, like, what is happening? And I, I don't know. I did not like the way this movie was shot at all. I, I like, I kind of, like, I liked some scenes. I wasn't like, oh, my gosh, this is some great cinematography. No, I, I thought some scenes were shot decently. I'm talking about scenes that, like, you saw the landscape of something. So I'm thinking maybe just the, the locations. <laughs> that, that's like, oh, so they shot at pretty places. They had nice sets. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's you know, when they're 
Okay, guys, it's going to be driving in this movie, so I'm just going to say, like, there was nice mountains. <laughs> like, I like the, I like the, the shot of, like, the, the view of, like, the ocean and okay. stuff like that. I'm like, I want to go here. It's, I like this. Okay. Then- <laughs> the fact that this is the best Nazis got is not a good thing. Um, I'll move into another positive I did have. Um, I thought overall the acting was not bad. Um, that's my only positive as well. <laughs> Ewan McGregor was solid. Mm-hmm. Um, even his wife was solid, although I don't think they're the best chemistry, which leads into one of our main major negatives. I cannot wait to get into um, that negative, to be honest with you. <laughs> um, but also, um, Stellan Skarsgård, um, he was the one who played like the main like Russian mafia guy. Mm-hmm. I thought he was fantastic. Um he was probably the best part of the movie in my to me, and I, actually, I, not only his performance, but I really liked his character. Like he was the honestly, he was the only character in the entire movie that I cared about. So that leads into our negatives. Ozzy, take it away because I know you got a lot to say, but start with the main one. You don't care for basically ninety nine percent of these characters whatsoever. That is one of, like, the biggest things with this movie. I'm sitting here and I'm saying I don't care about any of these situations going on. And it's stupid. Like, if I'm going into a movie, I want to be engaged. I want to care about these characters. There's no depth to any of them. And and when they try to add depth, it's just... It adds to things that could have been taken out of the movie. And it's ridiculous. (laughs) I like there are literally scenes in the movie that I can remember right now where I'm just like that did not need to be in this movie right now. Um, I agree with you to an extent. I think there were definitely scenes that you could have been like, all right, that didn't need to be there. But I do think that there were a lot of scenes that weren't necessarily unnecessary, but misplaced. Um, there were just a couple times where I'm like, that was a weird place have that scene. It just wasn't necessarily in, necessary in that spot. I didn't necessarily sit back and go, that was a waste of a scene, or a waste of time, because this only this movie is only an hour and 45 minutes. Yeah, it felt longer than an hour and 45 yeah. minutes. <laughs> Which leads into one of our negatives. Uh, one of my negatives. It was boring. I'm sorry. Like, I do think... It was a drag. Okay, I do think on paper, because I think this is based on a book, if I'm not mistaken. But on paper, this story is actually... It's, pretty interesting right it's got um it's a unique spy type story i guess or kind of espionage type story and you know i'm sure on the printed page it looks great but i don't think it was executed properly and it just was it came across as boring i'm sorry there's little to no action the only action scene really that's in the movie is heard from a distance like you don't even <laughs> see it it's it's just boring to watch and i I don't, like you said, this movie feels long, and I completely agree. It's an hour and 45 minutes, but it feels long. I checked my phone, and my mom, who was sitting next to me at the time, could attest to this. I checked my phone at least four or five times in the theater <laughs> watching this movie. Yeah, same here, man. I, I, I don't know. It was just boring. What else do you got? Um, I'm just going to go out. Right, all right. Like, I'm just going to go ahead and say this. Um, Gail Perkins, which plays Ian McGregor's wife, um, there is no reason for her character in this movie. This movie 
honestly could have been the same way without her character. I'm not saying she did a horrible job and it's not her fault whatsoever. She did, she did fine. But she literally did not have to be in this movie. It would have been the exact same way. I get what you're saying. Like, there's no reason for her character. I get what you're saying, but at the same time, like, I, I didn't, it didn't bother me while I was watching it. Like, it just, it, they were trying to add more to Ewan McGregor's character. Yeah, and it didn't and, bother me either, but the, like, when I came out of the movie, I'm just like, did you really even need to be here? Like, did you really yeah, even need to be here? But, I mean, you can and say it, the same thing about Indiana Jones in the first Indiana Jones movie. He yeah, but, affects the plot at zero. Like, the same thing, the same outcome would have happened. To, I mean, it's just, that happens in movies. Like, maybe people are just long for the ride. And I don't think that's necessarily, a, to me, it wasn't necessarily a negative. But I get where you're coming from. Um, for me, the, my problem was just the chemistry between the two. I just didn't feel it. And I don't think, like, I get what they were trying to do with her in it. Like, trying to add depth and add a little bit more drama. Um, but it, to me, it just... I didn't care. I, I just didn't care. That's what care. I'm saying. Like, you don't really care for a lot of the arcs in this movie that they try to really push you towards. Yeah. Like, you don't care for it because mm-hmm. they, they don't give you enough of, like, enough, even enough dialogue with them to really care for yeah. their problems. Mm-hmm. So, they're talking about the problems of, like, it's only there for, like, a minute. Yeah. <laughs> so, you really don't care for their problems <laughs> whatsoever. Um, okay. Like, I did say in my positives that the performances, for the most part, were good. And, like, I will even defend the wife's performance. I thought who, the girl who played her wife was... She was pretty good. Yeah, like, I'm not... Um, no complaints yeah. there. There is one performance in this movie that... I don't know if it bothered you, but it bothered the heck out of me. The freaking... The girl who played the daughter... Of the Rus- Russian mafia guy, like the eldest daughter, she was awful. She oh my goodness, she was so bad. <laughs> I sat there. Reminded and- me of a freaking American standardized teenager on the TV. Basically, she's she like, she couldn't even carry the accent. I'm just like, dude, you have one job. Basically, have a Russian accent. That's it. That's all you have to do. It's not basically. like you had so many lines, anyways. <laughs> she didn't do it. Just like, really. You- <laughs> she had the you same had facial job. expression the whole entire time. She always looked upset about something. She was always sta- she was always staring at somebody. Yeah, like you creep. Yeah. <laughs> like and the character wasn't that great either. But again, it could just be my dislike for the actress' performance that leads into me not liking the character. So I I don't know. I'm just that part of the movie bothered the heck out of me. Um. I yeah. That's just that's pretty much all I got. I know you. Probably got a little bit more to say, but I don't know. Do you? No, it's just, I mean, his daughter and his wife. Like, those two just, I did not. The Russian mafia guy's daughter and. The wife. Oh, the Russian wife? Yeah, because she's also, like, she just. Like, those two characters, like, they kind of honestly been related in real life because they had the same (laughs) facial expression. expression. Nothing was going on. They were just all, they always look concerned. I'm like, stop. Like, the, the wife didn't bother me as much. Um,. For me, the problem with this movie, and the reason why I will not recommend, I just cannot recommend anybody see this movie, is the fact that basically the entire thing is set up to, basically the Russian guy is trying to keep his family safe, okay? Mm-hmm. That's, that's the plot of the movie, right? The problem is, 
be it the acting or be it the script, I did not care about the family at all. And if you don't care about the thing that our main character is trying to keep safe, no matter how much I did like the character, the main character, or he's not even the main character, whatever, but no matter how much I liked him, if I don't care about his family and what he cares about, then there's no point. And there's no, and there's no reason for me to be invested and be rooting with him to keep his you family didn't safe. didn't even spend time with the family to care about exactly. the family. And the little like, bit we get with them is just, like, the son was a horrible kid. I was just like, every time he opens his mouth, I'm like, this kid needs to be slapped across the face. And then the daughter, like I said, bad actress, and the character was not well written or realized at all. And then the wife, like, she always looked angry. I'm just like, who directed you to look angry all the time? And I'm just, I, I don't, I didn't care about the family at all. And that's, I think that's my biggest problem with the film. It keeps me from getting invested into what was happening, from caring about what's going on. And that's, that's how I would describe this film. I just don't care. And that's why I considered giving it, like, my very, the very middle score of five. But I, the more I thought about it, I was just like, I can't even get it there. So that leads us into what is your score for this movie? <laughs> <laughs> it's like at like a four point two. Wow. Okay. Um, we're not too too far off, but I'm a little higher than that. I'm at four point eight. That's around, if I'm not mistaken, that's around the same place I had Free State of Jones. Just um, because I do think that. The the story is not horror. I do think that the story is redeemable, and but I just don't think it was executed well. Um, and look, to be fair, the person we went to go see it with, my mom, <laughs> she actually really liked the movie. So maybe that maybe it's just us. I don't know, but I would not recommend people to see it. If you see it, let us know if you liked it because. We've actually gotten a lot of people saying they disagree with us recently, but and that's fine. You can disagree with us. Yeah, because this just is our to, show. Yeah. This is our opinions, hey, and we can do whatever the fuck we want. No, well, calm down. <laughs> He's getting a little more aggressive than this. I'm just saying this is our opinion. If you disagree with us, come at us, and let's have a discussion about let's it. Let's have a debate, guys. Yeah. Um, all right, so let's move into the next film we watched. A more positive yes, review. a better movie. Um, the BFG, which... After watching this movie, I understand why they struggled marketing this movie. And we said, we've been saying for the past week, Ozzy and I, I don't know if we've said it on the podcast, but we've been saying it to each other, that this movie was not marketed well at all. And that is kind of reflecting on the box office, I think. Mm -hmm. This movie failed in the box office, and they are probably not going to make their money, well, they might internationally. Um, I mean, I, th- I think they might. I mean, if internationally, they'll probably make their money back, but maybe. it won't be pretty. Um, and I get why they struggled marketing this movie. It's it's a strange movie, and it's definitely kitty. But I enjoyed it. I think if you can, this is how what I would say for this movie: if you can turn not turn your brain off, but kind of just embrace your inner child. I think you can just have fun with this movie and just enjoy it. Because I do think there's enjoyment, plenty of enjoyment to be had in this movie. If you're just like, hey, get that Spielberg kitty um, spirit in you and just have fun with it. Yeah, um, I mean, you really have to, like, 
I'd say like dove yourself, like kind of like dive yourself into like this into this world. Yeah. world. yeah, because it's just like I mean, it's it's a, I had a good time in this yeah. movie. I mean, yeah, I had too. great laughs. Um, uh, definitely, I would say <laughs> like and Mark Rylance. We'll get into his performance in particular, but he had a lot of funny moments, like just yeah. with the way that the um. The way he spoke. Yeah, the way the giant spoke was really funny and yeah. provided for some laughs. And at first, there, okay, let me, again, with, this is the second time I'm mentioning a fart joke on this podcast, but there's a fart joke in this movie that you're just like, okay, another like lowbrow joke here. But then they do it again and they set it up so well to where I was just like, this is absolutely hilarious. <laughs> I, I loved this scene in this movie, the second parting scene. Um, it was great. Um, so there are definitely some joke or some funny moments in this movie. Uh, let's get into Mark Rylance. Did, did you like this performance, correct? Yeah, I really, as a matter of fact, I think he really stole the show with his I performance because. Are you that? Yeah, I wouldn't argue that. Oh, I thought you said you would. I'm like, no. who else is there? Yeah, I, I, no, I wouldn't argue that. <laughs> he did a fantastic job. He really went into this character and gave it his all. So I think I really did end up caring for the BFG after all. So yeah. Um, okay. Let let me say this. The look, my thoughts on Mark Rylance winning Best Supporting Actor is well documented at this point. Check my Twitter t- timeline. I did not think that he deserved to even be nominated for Best Supporting Actor last year. That's just my opinion. If you disagree with me, again, come at me. But he was great in this movie. He was absolutely fantastic. I think he was charming. He was just lovable. And like he played this u- very unique character who had these weird speech impediment type things. And you just bought right into it. And it, it, it to be able to do that was really impressive to me. Um, so, I Mark Rylance, I agree, he was the best part of the film, um, in my opinion. The acting in general, the little girl was actually pretty good. Like, yeah, I think their I chemistry, saw, I think yeah. the chemistry between, which her name is Ruby Barnhill. Yep. I think her character and Mark Rylance's BFG was fantastic. That they worked was, off each other great. Mm-hmm. It was really... It's really great. Like you were discovering who the BFG was alongside her, so it was yeah. really good. I that was actually it. I loved my, it. yeah. That was my next point. Their, their chemistry and their relationship um, was honestly like it was just interesting to watch and fun, and it was heartfelt, and it was just it felt genuine, you know. Yeah. Like it felt like they were both kind of misfits, and they both like they had a connection, and I, I really appreciated that. Um, so that again, it has to do with Mark Rylance, but that that was definitely the strongest element of the film. Um, Mark Rylance and his interactions with the little girl. Yeah, um, and you also really do care for the BFG. Like you yeah. really see his struggle mm-hmm. and what he goes through. Yeah, and you his arc is very nice. Um, and it's you you don't like I did say this is a kids movie, and it is. But, um, it actually has a nice character arc, and I think that's kind of unique for kids' movies sometimes. Sometimes it's just like, oh, it's a fun little adventure. But he had a nice character arc, and Mm -hmm. it was actually rather deep. So, I I did enjoy that. Um, also, I will say, the pace of this movie. Look, we said for the last one, 
that our kind of trader that this movie felt or it felt like really long right mm-hmm. an hour and 45 minutes and it felt like two hours at least at least yeah this movie was, just, this just... this was two hours long and i was like it, it's over <laughs> <laughs> like it flew by yeah like as soon as the movie starts i mean it's say five minutes and you're already you're already into the story already mm-hmm. Like they, you just starts off up. fast, and that is kind of it. Kind of goes into my negatives just a bit because I do think there are parts that were rushed a little bit. Parts of the BFG were like a, like the very beginning. I do think we needed a little bit more to get to know the girl a little bit better before we just go off on this adventure. Mm-hmm. And there were parts later in the film that I was like, oh, that kind of wrapped up really quick. <laughs> like when basically. Something happens where the BFG has to make a decision about the girl, whether he's going to basically continue on with her or not. And, like, they don't let that, mar- like, the impact of that decision on the girl marinate enough. It kind of just, it goes, it's resolved really quickly. And I was like, you could have just held that out a little longer. Um, so there were parts that were rushed, but I do think that overall it was pretty fast-paced. Um, and I did enjoy that um lastly the visuals the cgi yeah the um, cgi was kind of iffy in this movie really yeah you would say um i mean, I, overall, i'm not gonna say for the for the most part for, because most part of the, for the most part it was it was pretty good yeah but there were some scenes that i saw i was like yeah need to be cleaned up just a bit agree but i'm not gonna i'm not gonna discount that Mm-hmm. I'm not going to make that like a necessarily like a huge yeah. negative. To me, overall, I would say the visuals were actually rather impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, there were times, especially when it's like a giant CGI hand and a live action girl, that it's like, okay, like it's it's just it co- it doesn't click in your brain. And I do, but I, that was early on. I didn't I didn't notice it later in the movie. So yeah. maybe that was just like my brain had to adjust to it really quick. So that's again, it's not a big negative at all. If it is at all for me, I yeah. the the CGI was pretty good for me, for, in my opinion. Um, all right, let's move into our negatives. I always kind, of, I already kind of re- referenced that it was a bit rushed at times. Um, do you have anything? Yeah, I mentioned the CGI was iffy okay. at times. Um, anything else? No, that's. Pretty much really? for me, yeah. I mean, so you really I was, like this movie? Yeah, yeah, I mean, I had fun. I really yeah. had fun with this movie. Um, nothing, nothing majorly. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'd say a few negatives here. Like, I don't want to get into specifics because yeah, I think yeah. I mentioned like a negative for me during the movie, so I yeah. don't want to get into like that specific. Mm-hmm. I just, I'm just gonna say there's something that the that the lead character, um, Sophie, that she does, and I'm just mm-hmm. like, um, what? Yeah, <laughs> that's um, about it, though. For me, at I, least, I do think that there. Um, for me, what's going to hold this movie back from getting like a, for, for me calling it like a great film and being able to be like, oh, it's an eight or above. What's going to hold it back for me is just that there are some moments where you're like, okay, like the, you, you have to be, you have to put yourself in a kid mind to accept this. Like things that happen toward, it's the last act with a character who comes in. Or a person who comes in, and I'm just mm-hmm. like, okay, we all know what would really happen if that if this went down, but because I'm in a kid mind, I'm just like, all right, whatever. Yeah, but I don't think I understand where you're coming from. Yeah, because I'm thinking the same thing. Because we're both, you know, we we know yeah. realistically 
But I'm not going to take that away because it is, like, from a children's Yeah, that's, book. What, I, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, so... And, again, I don't necessarily, like, I'm not going to say, oh, this is stupid. But because, like, again, it's a kid's movie. What, what do you expect? Yeah. But to me, it's not... You can't, like, I'm not going to... You're never going to have a kid's movie win Best Picture. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just a fact because you do have to dumb yourself down a little bit. And not, I'm not... That's kind of harsh, but you know what I mean, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you have you to kind of turn your... turn the logic off in your brain at some point. You turn the saying? realism down. Yeah, there you go. Um, okay, so what is your rating for this movie, Ozzy? Um, I'm going to give it a 7.6. I'm at 7.7, so we're in the same range. I th- actually thought you would be higher than I would. Um, but, all right. That's I'm like, I mean, it's barely lower. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, if I see it again, who knows? Maybe I'll even yeah, enjoy yeah, it more. Yeah. So. True. <laughs> um, Okay, before we move on to Midnight Special, uh, I just remembered something that I completely forgot to write down in my notes about Our Kind of Trader. So, really jump back really quick. <laughs> There's one little thing in this movie that bothered the crap out of me. What? And it's just what? a little detail, but it's it, it was just so annoying because it happened multiple times that I just I couldn't wrap my brain around how this got through the editing room. When, whenever anybody made a phone call in that movie, they should, you could see when it was, when the phone yeah! was, up, okay. Yeah, right. I okay. noticed that. When the phone was up against their face, you could see the bottom of the phone, a, a bottom of the iPhone screen, and it was the home screen. <laughs> I you totally forgot to mention that. It's like, yes, you, you couldn't fix that. I was, I noticed that in the movie, like it was an iPhone and yeah, I could tell it was exactly. an iPhone and you'd see the you, phone call icon. Yeah, you would see all the like, icons on the bottom. I'm like, okay, that doesn't make, <laughs> come on. That's just such a little detail that it's just, it, it just screams poor production value or like, that's just horrible. It was just, ridiculous. It was, I was seriously sitting there. I was blown away. I was legit blown away that this was allowed to go into the theater. Uh, never so mind. I'm not at a 4.2. It's not like a 4. Point. It's 4.0 right now. Oh my god. Cause I noticed, I've noticed it in the movie. It's okay, just, I'm it was glad so boring. Else, Cause I didn't want to come across as like, oh, he's seriously nitpicking. No, because it's, it's, I noticed it too. Mm-hmm. Like I'm sitting there like, I'm just like, what the heck, man? Like really? <laughs> I'm like, I've never, like, you always, when I've seen a movie, like, I, I know when someone's making, like, a phone call, yeah. like, at least, or, like, maybe they'll put a fake screen, whatever, like, I can see that it's someone making a phone call. Mm-hmm. This is the only movie that I've seen where I can legitimately tell it's, it's just, the home screen. I mean, it's yeah. like, what are you doing? I mean, it's just a little thing that you can do to just bring people, like, honestly, it took me out of it. I was just like, <laughs> seriously, you couldn't, like, even in the editing room, just edit over it, put a little CG, I don't care. <laughs> Edit over it. Make it black. I don't care. Just fix the freaking icons on the bottom of the screen. It's out of four now. Okay. Anyway. At this point. All right. We will move on from that. Yeah, I'm sorry, guys. We should have mentioned that before. I know. I know it's, like, really probably unprofessional to go back a topic, but I just, I had to mention that because it was so bad. Yeah. Just just to make sure that you guys know, by the way. My rating for that movie is now at a four, not at a four point two. <laughs> so if anybody's keeping score at home, Ozzy's rating is a four now. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, let's move on to Midnight Special, which um, is a more positive movie, even even better. Okay, so Midnight Special is a movie that came out. I think March of twenty sixteen. Yeah, it came out earlier this year. It came out even before that in festivals and stuff like that. Yeah. 
Um, and it's a movie that I have heard nothing but good things. It's one of those uh, movies that has been raved about for forever on the online movie space. So I, I've been really looking forward to seeing this movie. We finally set apart a time. We're like, all right, let's watch this movie. It's on demand now. So that's where you can check it out. Um, so that we watched this movie, Ozzy, did it live up to the hype? Definitely lived up to the hype. Agreed. The acting in this movie was fantastic. Probably some of the best acting I've seen I will this say year. The best acting because we've seen so far this year. Period. Because it, like, Joel Edgerson, Edgerson, I'm sorry, and Michael, Michael Shannon, Michael Shannon, they did a fantastic job. Comple- I think those two and their chemistry and their dialogues they, stole the show. They completely blew me away. Michael Shannon, I know Michael Shannon is good, right? Because, look, everybody knows him as Zod, right? Yeah. <laughs> but I saw him in a movie that you didn't get to see last year, but I really encourage you to check it out, especially for Andrew Garfield's performance. But Michael Shannon was also very good in the film, um, 99 Homes. Mm-hmm. And he was great in the movie, and he was actually talked about a lot for Best Supporting Actor. And I would have accepted him definitely over Mark Rylance, but side note. Um <laughs> So Michael Shannon was great in that, so I was really looking forward to this because I know he's great, and he was, this is the best I've ever seen Michael Shannon. He was absolutely fantastic in this film, but Joel Edgerton was even better. That guy is one of the most underrated actors in Hollywood, maybe the most underrated actor in Hollywood. Yeah, he's fantastic. Every time I see that man in a role, I'm just like... He just sells me. What be it Warrior, which is a very underrated sports movie. Uh-huh. Um, be it what else is he in? Um, Black Mass, which came out last year. Yep, he killed in Black Mass. Like he was right on par. Maybe not right on par because no, Johnny was, Depp was he, great. Johnny Depp was amazing in the movie. But sorry for getting into him. He topic. was freaking fantastic in that movie. Uh-huh. Um, The Gift. The Gift is pretty which good. Which is an indie movie that came out last year, which was amazing. He directed that as well. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, he directed that as well. And he was incredible in that film. Completely different character than he plays in Warrior or even in this movie. And this one, you can play a completely different character again. And you're just like, this guy is so good. Why is he not more recognized, Ozzy? Why is he not more recognized? Because, man, people like, people like bigger names now. Not, you know... People, People like better looking guys, names. maybe? I don't know. He's a fantastic man. Sexy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, producer Enrique is going to write down that line. Um, all right. Uh, so, yes, the acting was definitely probably the strongest aspect of the film. Yeah, and uh, we really don't mention this a lot, but just so that you guys know, we really do appreciate the soundtracks in movies. And this the soundtrack score, you are right. was fantastic in this movie. I, no, I'm glad you mentioned that because even I forgot to mention that for the BFG, too. The BFG score is great, but this movie's score... I really didn't like this movie. Yeah, like it was like an eerie type sci-fi soundtrack and it, and it Mm -hmm. mixed really well with the tone Mm -hmm. and I loved it. It really went well with the story. Yep. And it went, like it just, the whole entire score for this movie was phenomenal. I really enjoyed it. Yep. I completely agree. Um, the score was great and just the overall tone of this movie and the pace was pretty, um, I know you are going to bring something up about that later, but 
We'll talk about that because I think there's a discussion to be had there about the circumstances (laughs) of our watching this movie. But um, the pace was pretty well done. The it was just a like okay. The movie. The thing about this film is that it is very ambiguous. It does not. It's very mysterious. It does not give you any answers. Yeah, and that's not necessarily a problem. Like I was describing. Like I was talking to Carlos before we started the show. It's like you're hanging out with a group of friends, and then there's another group of people like like right next to you and they're talking about something interesting like you don't know what it is but it's really interesting and yeah, that's exactly, exactly what it is this movie. Okay. like the dialogue that these people are having like they're talking about it you're like what are they talking about and, and, and it really intrigues you and you really want to know more the the film kind of is like it, it doesn't hand handhold anybody it's just like you better just try to interpret what's going on and that's it really is interesting way to it's an interesting way to tell a story. It just is. Mm-hmm. Um, the way, like, and the thing is, it's not going to, with this movie, it's not going to have as much resolution as some people want. You're not going to get the answers that some people are going to be like, well, that's stupid. I didn't get the answers. Yeah. And I, I completely understand that. But to me, it was just like, it, the ride, as you're going along the ride, it was just so good. That, like, and the dialogue is so interesting. The acting is so well done. The tension is built incredibly well multiple times in this film where you're just on the edge of your seat, just like, oh my gosh, like, I hope he gets out of this, or I hope they get get out of this, or I hope they get him back. You know, yeah. And all these things, it's so ambiguous. And, look, we, you notice we didn't even try to describe what this film is about, because I, I can't really. Basically, some, this kid has pow- has these weird powers, and they're trying to get him away from this one group of people and to this one place. You don't know, you don't know anything about the group they're trying to get him away from. You don't know anything about where they're going and you don't know anything about this kid or his powers. And you're just, you just go along with it. And it's just, it's so weird because you, again, you don't know anything and you're just supposed to go along with it and you have to trust the, the filmmaking. And honestly, because the filmmaking is so good, it's worth it. Yeah, it just is. Um, do you have any more positives for this one? Um, I mean, you just really care for the arcs that really mm-hmm. happen. You really care for the story, and you really do care for these characters. Yep. So um, I, I will even say the ending of this movie. I think some people might have problems with it. I, I really did like the ending of this movie. It gave me enough that I was just like, I don't even, I don't know what just happened, but that was awesome. And this is a very interesting take at sci-fi, and I really did appreciate it. It's a unique spin on the sci-fi genre, mm-hmm. which is this. Um, so let's move into our negatives, though. Uh, I don't think we have collectively been too many here, but yeah. what do you got, Ozzy? Um, like I said, the acting in this movie was phenomenal. So mm-hmm. seeing Adam Driver's character, who was like this NSA Adam agent. Driver's good. Yeah. I'm just going to say he was like an NSA agent. I was just disappointed in where his character's story arc ended. Like, mm-hmm. it ended up being sort of like a waste. And okay. it was, and it was a sort of a disappointing, disappointment because he did add to the story. So I would say that's the only really negative in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one of the only negatives I really I, have. I think his character was only a plot device in the movie, and I think that's unfortunate. Um, I think he could have been more than a plot device because they did set up some interesting stuff there. The problem is, and this is the problem with this film. It is, at times, it is too ambiguous. 
Like, the, we just praised it. I know we sound like we're conflicting each other, or I sound like I'm conflicting myself at this point, but it's, I praised it for being ambiguous, and I do like that, that it was so, like, we're not going to give you any answers, just go with it. But, I do think there were points in the film that needed just a little bit of explanation, just a little bit of backstory, especially involving the group that they were escaping from. I just needed a little bit more of, like, what was going on there, um, just so I care about, like, them, like, care about really getting away from them, you know? Mm-hmm. And then also with Adam Driver's character, I think his character had a deeper purpose than maybe we even realize, but we didn't get, we weren't told that or we weren't shown that in any way. So the character ends up feeling like a waste. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's the, that's the problem with the film. And I don't even necessarily get, I just think it's a side effect of the way they decided to tell the story. Which, if you're going to be this ballsy and tell it like this, I'm okay with a little bit of side effects, you know? Like, you're going to... If you have a ballsy way of telling a story, a story, and there's a little bit of, like, okay, it was like it was really interesting, but you got to work on this, That that's fine with me, because new ways of telling stories is always fun. Yeah. So, I, I did really like this movie. Do you have any more negatives? Um, getting into the pace of this movie, which okay. I'm not really going to hold it against. Um, to pull the curtain back, we saw it yeah. at one, we started watching it at one o'clock in the morning. Yeah. The movie felt dragged on, but again, I'm not going to hold that against the movie because mm-hmm. we started it at one in the morning and it didn't end yeah. to like three in the morning. <laughs> so I'm really not going to hold that against the movie. Yeah. Like it's I was going to like the beginning, but I was, it was, I don't think it was out of, bo- I, it wasn't out of boredom. I'll just flat out say that I wasn't out of boredom. I was just like, I'm exhausted right now. I went downstairs, got a drink and then I came back up here and I was good to go. I didn't feel tired the rest of the movie. So I, I don't think that it was necessarily an issue, but I get, you, we need to bring it up just, I don't, I don't just yeah, I mean, cover all our bases, you know? Yeah. So that. <laughs> All right, no circumstance. What is your rating of this movie? Eight point six. Really? Mm-hmm. You know, you giving an eight point six kind of pushes me because last night I was I had an eight point six and I kind of adjusted my top ten to that. Then I was thinking about it and I was like, uh, I don't know. But now, now that you say that, it kind of gives me a little. I'm just I'm gonna stick to my original rating. It's an 8.6. 8.6. That's, I completely agree. I'm at the same point as you. 8.6 is the way to go with this movie. It's, it's a phenomenal movie. I really do think so. I don't want to say it's not a movie for everybody, but I would understand why some people would be frustrated by it. Yeah. But I do think that the, just, it is so technically solid and the acting is so good and it's such a, it, it, the storytelling is just so well done. Yeah. And this director, I'm telling you, this director is so good. He directed Mud, which, if you haven't seen that with Matthew McConaughey, fantastic movie. Um, this, if it was in the hands of a worse director or worse actors, I don't think this movie works as well. But it, it just is so well acted, so well directed. It's, it, yeah, I, mean, I think it's worth really, seeing. Just yeah, I mean, for the acting and the direction alone. Yeah, I mean, um, I remember seeing the trailer for this movie. Well. I, yeah, I really wanted to see it, so yeah. I'm glad I, I'm glad I finally saw it. Yeah. So it's I it's a great movie. Highly, highly recommend people check this out on demand, rent it. I don't care, buy it. It's probably <laughs> worth buying it too. So, yeah. yeah. 
uh, check it out. Uh, that's definitely a very solid recommendation from us, and it's gonna. I think it it has a shot at making my top ten of the year. So well, it's in my top ten now, guys. Yeah, it definitely is so. in my top ten. Now. It bumps out that one that you did not want to be. Oh, there. definitely. Um, so, and if you want to catch our top tens and you haven't, go back and listen to our previous episode, episode twelve, in which we did re- announce our top ten of the year so far, as we were halfway through the year at the time. And I will just say, this is a little. Um, sneak peek to maybe the end of the year depending on how much more crap i see the rest of the year but my number one worst which spoiler alert we also did on our last episode if you haven't seen it has changed since our last episode what yep my number one worst has changed it is we're gonna talk about this after the show man we can talk about it now what is it it (laughs) zoolander 2 and i love oh you finally saw zoolander 2 i love the first zoolander i I do, and I don't, I honestly do not understand people who don't like the first Zoolander. I know that there is a huge portion of people, like Zoolander, there's, you either love it or you hate it. Mm -hmm. And I'm on the set who love it, loves it, and I honestly, I can't even wrap my brain around people not liking the first Zoolander. I love that movie. But Zoolander 2 is just awful. (laughs) It's so bad. You finally saw Zoolander 2. It's just, I, I, I don't understand what happened. It's just so, so horrible. Was the acting bad? Was... <laughs> Look, acting and comedies, whatever. Most of the time, it's a wash anyway. But the jokes were just like, most of them, they were trying to go for absurdist again, but it just ended up being people acting stupid instead of being over the top. Like, it was just like, it was like, Surface level stupid. It wasn't like over the top. We know we're doing satire stupid. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So they just didn't reach the level or the tone of the first one at all. And if, and if, and that's a dangerous tone to be aiming for in the first place. And if you don't hit it, it's a disaster and they completely missed. And I, gosh, gosh I don't like the movie at all, but <laughs> it's definitely my number one worst of the year so far. Hopefully it gets deep. Well, hopefully it doesn't get dethroned because I don't want to see any more crap, but it might. So anyway, like, I don't mind saying more crap because you I actually, do love Tang <laughs> movies up. You, you want to see cell coming out this weekend. I actually do want to see cell. Cause I thought it was really zero percent on Rotten Tomatoes. So I'm interested to see it you just so I can I refuse. tear into that movie. I refuse. If you want to hear somebody tear into it, maybe Ozzy will do that. Let us know. If you want Ozzy to go see it, let us know because I refuse. You guys, are going rants for days. <laughs> and Anyway, all right. We kind of lost our way towards the end here, but let's pull it back. Let's get back into our last segment. As always, recommendations. Ozzy, what do you got? Alright, since, um, what's the, what's the movie called? Life of Pets is coming out this, Secret uh, Life of Pets. Yeah, Secret Life of Pets is coming out this, um, this Friday. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go out and bring out one of my favorite animations of all time. We're, I'm gonna recommend that. And that's How to Train Your Dragon 2. It's a fantastic animation. Great cinematography. Loved that movie. Completely agree. I, the soundtrack I, at the time of the great. Oscars, I hadn't seen, um, Big Hero 6 yet, and I was like blown away that How to Train Your Dragon 2 hadn't won Best Animated Picture, and I still think it should have. Even after seeing Big Hero 6, I still think it should have. It was big... 
Hot Train Your Dragon 2 was so good. It was just... And I didn't even... At the time I watched it, I hadn't even seen all the first Hot Train Your Dragon. And I still love that film. Um, and it was better than yeah. the first. And it, not it a lot of movies in general can yep. do that. can pull that off. It so is. Very much looking forward to a third if we get it. All right. My recommendation is a film that came out last year. Um, Steve Jobs. This film was nominated for a couple of Oscars there. Um, and honestly, I think Michael Fassbender, I know this is like blasphemy because we are all rooting for Leo, but I think Fassbender should have won Best Actor that year, or last year. Look, I think Leo was great, and I get why he won. And he definitely deserved it in other years. But this year, I just think Fassbender, he was so good in this film. You haven't seen Steve Jobs. I need to see Steve Jobs. I have it on Blu-ray. You need to borrow it. (laughs) If you haven't seen Steve Jobs, it is so good. It is the, it it basically is a class on how to write a screenplay in a perfect three-act structure. Because basically it takes, like, the entire film takes place at major release conferences for Apple. Major new tech releases for Apple. And every act, each act is a new tech release. So there's three of them. And it takes place all in these three events. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's so interesting. And again, it's a very unique way to tell a story in just three locations at three times. That's it. Um, it's a great film. I, I really love the movie and I think it's kind of underrated. And I think. I, I do think people were a little weirded out by the fact that it was just in three locations and just at three times, um, which I get, but I, I think it's such a great film. So I definitely recommend people check it out. One of the better films from last year. It was in my top 10 of last year. So definitely check that out. So mm-hmm. that's what I got. All right. So the next episode will be. This Friday, I believe. Yep. We'll try to get it out Friday night. We'll probably record it Friday afternoon, and then I'll probably get it up by Friday night. We're probably going to be reviewing some combination of two of either Secret Life of Pets. Um, what's the other two? Um, uh, crap. <laughs> we forgot. Uh, I'm going to look uh, it up right now, guys. Yeah. So we'll be reviewing two of the three. Well, I guess there's four major releases, but we're doing two of them. One of them we're not going to see entirely unless Ozzy decides to go see it. Um, but we will be reviewing two of them. Okay, so we got Mike and Dave need wedding dates to comedy, The Secret Life of Pets, and an indie movie, which is called Captain Fantastic. Yes, and that movie we really want to see. I have heard great things about that, actually, and I know you're really excited for that. So if that's out in the theater by us, we'll probably be seeing that with Secret Life of Pets. If not, we'll be seeing Secret Life of Pets and um, Mike and Dave, Dave need wedding dates. Yes. But some combination of those is what we'll be seeing and then reviewing on Friday. Also, guys, we are going to try to start filming our second YouTube yep. episode soon. So... Be prepared for that. It's going to be... He's got some ideas. We'll a skit go. and a rant. <laughs> so, there's that. Um, so, where can people find you, Carlos, on social media? Um, you can find me at uh, Cherry456 on Twitter, and make sure you follow us on Instagram at ScreenFellows. Yes, and people can find me on Twitter at CastroOzzy. 
Oh, and I would also like to throw in, add us on Snapchat. What's your Snapchat, Ozzy? My Snapchat is Ozzy320, if you guys want to add me. Yeah. I mean, I don't post anything on there unless I'm having fun, but uh, yeah. Hey, uh, you're going to add a back a behind-the-scenes video, and I'm going to have a behind-the-scenes video of this podcast on there. So as soon as this gets released, go check our Snapchat. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so I'm uh, Chewy456 on Snapchat as well. So that, there is that. Well, all right, guys. We hope you enjoyed the show. Please feel free to listen and subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or on SoundCloud. Please rate and review the podcast on iTunes. Well, that's if you guys actually use iTunes. Well, I know you guys. Don't. Still, I know you Android people. You know. <laughs> well, all right, guys. This is Green Fellas. 